the establishment says I should show seriousness. Seems as if they halfway listened to the show to begin with. So, the struggle for control begins. Welcome to the show, presented by BDG Sports. I am your host, Vince Douglas Gregory. Non-friendly reminder, there are no more excuses. You can listen to the show everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. You have the power and the choice is yours. Here's a rundown of the show. No six cents, just five cents and my two cents are free. Five cents, Diego Costa bites the football world. Four cents, NFL retirement we're talking about three cents Brock Osweiler has nothing left to prove two cents Rafael Benitez is back back he never left one cent football fans about that life new segment award goes to YSW history Blackburn Rovers 1995 five cents when all else fails do it right. Make up a bite. I can address bite gate simply by saying Garrett Berry said Diego Costa didn't bite him. Luis Suarez is the biter, king of biting. Diego Costa is only a god of trolling. Everyone hates him. Few loves him. Teammates love to hate him and hate to love him. But they do, unconditionally. He doesn't care, and that frees the opposition more. Are there worse footballers than Diego? Maybe. It's arguable. How many of those have their own adjective, noun, adverb, and verb? Look within your own group of friends. You know someone just like him, right? Of course you do. Unless you're the person. Costa plays on the edge. He lives on that imaginary line others dread to dissect. So that makes him a sensational villain. Darth Vader. Forget the part that he's actually talented. The best troll on the pitch. And most will welcome him on their club. I can overlook that. If you can overlook the fact he plays for Chelsea. That's what I thought. Don't lie to yourself. Diego is among the best. Statues will be made to honor him. History will chronicle his plight. Elders during coming of age rituals will other Diego Costa. The legend amongst those transitioning to adulthood. Diego Costa is one of the few athletes that's a villain and a role model. Scores goals, beat up teammates, allegedly, physically attack opponents, and throw temper tantrums on the pitch like a petulant preteen. What's not the love? I said it before. And I'll say it again. 
I'm down with Diego Costa. Definitely, definitely one of my favorite footballers of all time. I won't say he's misunderstood because he's not. Trust me, this is what he wants. So go ahead, hate him, curse him, damn him, push him, get physical, do whatever it takes. And you think he deserves. Just remember what happens when you feed the troll. Don't say I didn't warn you. Bon chance. Four cents. Calvin Johnson, Megatron. Retirement was true to him. Respect. Mad respect. In a day and age when athletes, celebrities, actors, models, and etc. are programmed, advisors, agents, fall guys, focus group coordinators, and publicists, it's refreshing that a retirement can be simple as a letter. The presser type retirements are well past their prime. Those focus group coordinators aren't doing their job anymore. The everyday real world human is tired of it. How about relaying that message to your client? Okay, thank you. No presser, no flash, no circles, no props, no endorsements, no flair, just words. I'll be back. Megatron go out on top? Yes! He went out on top without a championship. He isn't toying with his quality of life in the future. Having a little comfort sitting in on meetings or at his kid's graduation is still intact. Derrick Rose. I can't fault anyone who doesn't want to play the game anymore after making enough money to their liking. I find it admirable. Studies suggest that at some point, your quality of life won't change once you reach a certain income level. And apparently Megatron reached his and more money wasn't worth it. Respect. Mad respect. For the last time. Calvin Johnson, 31 years old. 731 catches. 11,619 yards, 83 touchdowns, second overall pick, 2007 draft by the Detroit Lions. Future Hall of Famer. Three cents. Brock Osweiler drinks Royal Tiger Age blood out of the bottle as he practiced paddling in a pit packed of prominent face C notes. Scrooge McDuck. Only thing left for Brock to do is walk around with no pants and convince the world he's wearing pants. That's winning. Generational wealth? Yeah. Super Bowl victory? Yeah. Giving a figure of middle finger to the Denver Broncos, his former team, on the way out of town? Priceless. Seriously, Brock was able to bounce, quit his day job, and get paid more than another team. Here's the kicker. No one knows if he can actually play or just pretend to because he's on TV. However, when things are too good to be true, they usually are. Here, it is no different. Where is he going? 
Houston. Oh! Yeah. The same team I suggested Colin Kaepernick should avoid. It's a small world after all. Quick suggestion, Osweiler. You're going to need another baker's dozen cases of that Royal Tiger Age blood. A bottle in H-Town would only get you through the first four hours. You have four years there. I guess Brock Osweiler does have something to prove. Making it in Houston, chopped and screwed. Two cents. Rafael Benitez, our good friend, is back. Remember Real Madrid saved Black Monday by sacking Ralphie? So we were not bewildered to see Real Madrid fly in to save the day. They did not disappoint by any means. Sure, we can ask, why did it take them so long to sack Rafael Benitez? June of 2015, he did get a three-year deal. But Black Monday would be his day. A manager of his status does not stay unemployed for long. So tell me, where did he land? Did Manchester City tell Pep Guardiola to stay put at Bayern Munich? So they could snatch up Ralphie? Nah, it can't be. Let me guess, it was Chelsea. The Blues realized how much they missed him and need him going forward. He won't go back there. So it must be Manchester United. Newcastle. Newcastle? Like the beer? No. 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 Oh, that's right. They do have a club. Silly me. I can recall now. I also recall they are about to be relegated. So, Ralphie, how are you going to use your genius to stop this relegation date? Uh, the main thing now is we have 10 games. It doesn't matter if I am the manager or the best manager or the worst manager or head coach or whatever. Let me play devil's advocate here. What if you lose those important 10 games and go down? Will you remain the manager? 10 important games and I have to concentrate on that. After these 10 games that I, I think that we will stay in the Premier League, after these 10 games I will be the manager, but... Audio from BNE Man Sports. According to Daily Mail, Rafael Benitez has a relegation clause. Newcastle goes down. Benitez is free. Who knows? Maybe Juventus or PSG will bid for his services. It's not often clubs turn down a superhero to come and save the day. One cent. Football fans about that life there's some places you go where you aren't welcome why they sell you a ticket or let you go in the first place is beyond reason to banter nevertheless you go anyway knowing that at any given moment it may be time to go. It's about to go down. It's never even. One on one.
two on two, 100 on 100. You're always outnumbered. I'm not talking about political pep rallies. That's not on the level of this. I'm referring to visitors at football stadiums. Listen, traveling to another city state or countries guarantees you're about that life. This is my story and I'm sticking to it. I've always been saying it and I always will. And if you aren't about that life traveling to another stadium, someone in your crew is and you're guilty by association. It happens to all of us. This is where you need a guy like Diego Costa on your team instead of, say, uh, Derek Fisher. D. Fish wrote a letter defending his character. Hey, bro. Don't be the high schooler using the summer to reinvent himself saying this year is going to be different. Not possible. Not going to happen. No way. You have to move to another city for that. But in your case, another country. You aren't about that life. Unfortunately for you. Matt Barnes is. This is where knowing some people who know some people who know some people about their life will help you out. Six degrees of separation. It's a small world, and I'm sure you can find a football fan and protect you. This segment, you can be a part of the show. Tweet us at VDG Sports at Vince D. Gregory. Email YSW at VDGSports.com. Leave a comment on the webpage or Facebook. Don't be shy. Be mean. You said what? So. There was a FA Cup match that I hadn't mentioned. Chelsea versus Everton, I believe. Yeah. And Diego Costa went. Diego Costa. He never lets me down. And so that's what I actually said. He never lets me down. Diego Costa went. Diego Costa less than 10 minutes in the FA Cup. SA said, Is Chelsea going to win this match? At that point, I didn't know how to react. I didn't know what to feel, what to think, or what truly was going on. I'm watching the play on the pitch, and I just see Costa running around like a madman. I'm just shocked and surprised that he lasted long as he did because... He could have easily been gone in the first half. Like out the game gone because he was already mentally gone on some other realm or something. I tried to get to that spot or get to that place with him, but. He was just he, he was just too high for me. He was just he was up there too far. My wavelengths just 
we I couldn't match up. His teammates couldn't match up. I don't think anyone at that given moment could have. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Jose Mourinho, maybe him. But me at that moment, no way. He was he was on one. He was gone. He was he was that live wire. He was ready to go, and boy, was he going. So, obviously, at the time, I thought Chelsea was going to win the match. Man, why wouldn't they? You got a madman on your team. They should have won. Yep. That's my final answer. The Courage Award goes to Louis Van Gaal fans. In this let's sack, not sack world we live in, you stand pat behind the man who brought us horny strategies on the pitch. Not only are you about that life, you're a little cray cray too. So it's my pleasure to give you this award. Thank you for being you. Don't ever change. By the way, your manager has no shot at keeping his job. Blackburn Rovers Football Club, 1995. What can I say? If I had a chance to go back in time to live in the 90s, 1995, I would have to think about it. No social media would not be the deciding factor for me. Do I want to relive the OJ trial slash aftermath? That's tough. And it's not like I'm reliving the trial now via a televised miniseries, right? I'm positive my final answer that I'll eventually get around to saying is no. And that's because 1995 was the last time a Premier League football club not named Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester City, and Manchester United didn't win the title. Funny. This 2016 season is on that path as well. Blackburn Rovers in 1995 beat out Manchester United for the league championship. Don't collude. Por favor. S'il vous plaît. Please. Rovers lost final match against Liverpool and still won the trophy with one point to spare. 89-88. It was 81 years since Blackburn's last English league title. I remember that like it was yesterday. What an amazing time to be alive. Definitely makes me feel like a kid again. Anyway... Despite the internet troopers claiming the Rovers bought the title, they did not. The facts are the facts. 
then again, if it's on the internet, it must be true, right? Thank you for listening. Peace. Oh.